it's not bad to be where you're at. It doesn't determine who you are based on how you feel. It's the strength and courage to overcome it. So that's when we thought if we create an environment where people are comfortable to share their experiences, the seekers, for example, want to say, I bodied dysmorphia. How do I overcome that? They can connect to a, a supporter, which is what we offer, and try to guide them through the routes of what they're experiencing and how they got out of it. Hello, and thank you for joining me here on Hope to Recharge podcast, the podcast that's designed to break the stigma around mental health and to create some hope and inspiration and give some practical tips to those that are struggling with mental health, whether it's from personal stories to break the stigma or some advice from professionals in the mental health community. Whether you are struggling with mental health on your own or you know a loved one that is struggling, we are here to support you and to create a community so you know you are not alone. The road to recovery can be difficult and challenging. At Hope to Recharge, we believe that in mental health, together is always better. I'm your host, Matana. Thank you for joining me here today. Thank you for all of those that took the time to join the mastermind and gifted themselves the joy of working on their mental health and leveling up together with us in Hope to Recharge Mastermind. If you are looking to join, you can join for February. You can go to hopetorecharge.com forward slash mastermind. All the information is there. If you join for February, it's the first week in February, the first Sunday in February, we're going to do the February class. If you're looking to join, you can join and I will give you the recording for January and you will join the Facebook group and work out together with us on your mental health. This is going to be an awesome year of working together with me for those that are committed to a process of growing and evolving and changing what is now to a better state of being. This is not for everyone. This is only for individuals that are willing to show up for themselves. They're willing to gift themselves the gift of wellness. Go to hopetorecharge.com forward slash mastermind and you see all the information there or you can contact me through email on the website and we are happy to address any questions you have. If you're not sure if it's for you, we're happy to speak to you about it and see if this is the right place for you. So I'm excited about this. The first recording was epic and I am so grateful for all of you. Looking forward to anybody that wants to join if it's the right place for you. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us today. Today, I have a very, very interesting episode coming up. I have actually two guys with me today, and they are partners. They're partners in this new community that they're building. And not only a community, we're going to discuss what else they're building, but it's a community to bring more mental health awareness to the world, more connection, more um, breaking the stigma And I found them, and I don't remember how, somewhere online. And I started talking with one of the founders and I said, I need to hear more about this. So today we're having Matt and John. Welcome to our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. They're very young. They're really very young. They're probably less than, more than half my age. <laughs> and and I'm really feeling like I'm in college talking to them, but they are two phenomenal go-getters, like really passionate go-getters. And when I started hearing the story, I said, I don't want to hear anymore. I want to have you on my show and I want to deep dive into the conversation and hear about how you got to where you're getting and what are your dreams and where do you see yourself in five years, 10 years, and, and how is this going to impact the mental health world? Um, I was really talking to Max. Max Fritz Hand, I always, I have a hard time saying it. And John is John Lang. They are very good friends. They met 
on an app, right? They met on an app, Correct. Shaper. It's a business app for different businesses that want to come together to collab on some on an idea. So they met and on the first meeting, they sat in a coffee shop for hours and hours and hours and they did not get married, but they got into business together, <laughs> right? You joke about it that it's basically is like a marriage. So, yeah. <laughs> they, they fight like a marriage. They, they discuss like a marriage, a deep dive into a marriage, a relationship. Anyway, so that side, that's, that's a joke. What I wanted to speak about in this episode is let's give a little bit of a backstory here on, on what, where's your relationship with mental health and why is mental health so meaningful to you. I'm going to start with Max. Right. I have always, I've suffered with mental health for years and I've always have been quiet about it. Just haven't really talked about it. And I've always talked with my mom all of kvetching, just ranting about my problems to her. And like every day or so she was, she was like my supporter, just listening to me every day. And she's like, this is enough. You know, you just got to stop. And it got to the point where I just wanted to just fix, like fix these recurring problems. Like, like, like it's like a constant cycle. She likes to say like, you're a broken record. You got to sort your time management. You got to get enough sleep. You know, you're overworking your body. You're burning these candles on both ends of the tips. So mental health to me, it's just been happening for a while. Just a lot of anxiety, depression, and just, I wanted to formulate a plan of action to kickstart these problems that I'm having and actually have a solution to help overcome these these hurdles. So that's where that's where that formulated from with my history with mental health. So she was basically your only support and you were basically burning her out by you not having enough of what you needed in order to gain the support. And mm-hmm. that's when you said, okay, I love my mom. She's great. She's, right. she's, be- she's done the best she can, but I need a little mm-hmm. bit more. And it's not right. that she's, and it's not that she's not a nice person and she doesn't want, mm-hmm. she doesn't care for me, but she, I need more than she can give me. And I think that's a very right. big awareness in mental health right. that, that mm-hmm. we can have people that we are close to and want the mm-hmm. best for us, but they still can't give us what we need in order to heal or support through the challenges. Right. And we tried therapy and that just, it wasn't really for me. I really wanted to do something that was more meaningful. And I've always felt starting up companies, that was like my outlet for, for like solving these problems. I've always loved to create things, creating like a mental health product. This was like a puzzle piece into, um, into the formation of Squish. Mm. So we didn't discuss yet Squish. So we're going to tell you soon about what Squish is. So John, I'm coming to you now. How, first of all, tell me where you're from, because you're not from the same city. So you met in a coffee shop halfway from each other. Where are you from? Where's Max from? Yeah. So currently I live outside of Louisville, Kentucky a little bit. And we actually met halfway in this little tiny town called Vey, Indiana, like small, small town. And when we went to go get coffee, this is just a perspective of how small the town was. I didn't pay for the coffee immediately. I was like, oh, I sat down. Like I got to go run back up and pay for the coffee. And you know, the cashier standing at the table is like, oh no, we get customers all all the time out, you know, come in daily, pay on Wednesday if they came in Monday. So, you know, very like family traditional town. It was about two blocks long. So it was really fascinating. And you decided to meet. And why did you decide to meet? What were you planning on that meeting? Yeah. So that was actually not the first time that we actually were introduced to each other. I actually came to Max on Shaper. We both had profiles looking to build out our own businesses. And I shot the idea, hey, you know, 
I, I want to connect at the time it was therapists to patients together. And Max just came back with all these other ideas, how it could keep going further. And we just immediately collided that this is something that we're passionate about because of our intimate relationship with mental health as a whole. But we realized that there's already a system in place of connecting therapists and patients together. So we thought, well, we got to come up for it with a new solution. We got to change the culture a little bit. We actually, the first time that we talked after Shaper, when we met on a Wednesday, that the next day, Thursday, we talked on the phone for three and a half hours. I've never met the kid in my life. He never knew who I was. And we're on the phone and I'm walking around and we're just shooting ideas of what it could be called, how far we could go with it. And then it just walked into the idea, you know what, we need to meet up. I think that this is a thing that we need to start. We need to formulate this company and bring this idea into fruition. And at the time it was called Team Buddy. Now we've eventually evolved into what, what is now Squish. So after that three and a half conversation, we're shooting ideas back and forth, a little bit about our history, our well knowledge of being in a startup culture and our driving passions to really grow a business actually brought us together to really formulate the idea of Squish in that small town. Wow. But what is your passion for mental health? Yeah, absolutely. So mine was a little bit, I, I was older than Max. So I was towards the end of high school and then going all throughout college where in the broad sense of it, my relationship with mental health was more of self-validation in a broad aspect of just needing to feel like I was fitting in. Did I look at did I look like everybody wants, you know, the typical male look? Am I doing enough in school? Am I doing enough outside of school? How do I match up to everyone else in society? I saw driving factors on social media of, you know, 21 years old with houses and Lamborghinis. Why wasn't I there? And started to really take myself back and become more of an isolated person and not really show my true sides. And I just felt like I never really fit in. And I started to push myself more into that isolated fact. I did go down the route of trying to talk to counselors about it, but never anything really seemed to come into fit. And I just feel like if I had a system or a solution in place where I could talk to someone about it without having to feel that I had to break down this comfortability between two people talking about a touchy subject, then I probably would have found my solution faster. But how I was able to overcome what I was experiencing within my mental illness of anxiety, not feeling like I was meeting expectations and just validating myself in society was I eventually came to terms of reality that what people really focus on is more about themselves and really what they're doing. But when you get caught up in the things like the Instagram likes, the Facebook friends, and just comparing yourself to other people, that's what's really drawing you back from actually doing the things that you want to do and acting with passion. And I just felt like looking back on it, I was wasting so much time just trying to be someone that I really wasn't. So, so it's basically when, social pressure, you're saying? Yeah, in a sense, it was social pressure that had outside factors where, you know, I was pushed to different stress levels of making myself anxious when, you know, looking back on it, there was no reason to be. And it was just all based off the social pressures, which drove my mental being and who I was day in and day out. Well, they are finding that the more that social media is growing, the mental health community is growing and the suicide rate is growing and the depression rate is growing and anxiety and the bullying, the social pressure is turning into a mental health issue, even though it's not someone that was born with depression or anxiety, something is just creating its own problem by the fact that this is the way society is today. This is how we run our lives. And they're finding that early teens and into adults are really, really suffering from this. So you're not alone. And, it, and I think this is like really something that getting 
out of control, really out of control in our society. And you had a desire to match up someone to talk to you? Like you felt like there was a need that you needed to find a therapist to the patient? Yeah. And so I guess that's more a little bit about how Squish was started. We thought right now, if you want to go seek out a therapist, there's really two main solutions of overcoming mental illness or dealing with any dilemma that you're experiencing now. One is therapy. Therapy, high success rates, finding a good therapist. But the big factor is it's it's expensive. You could be paying hundreds of dollars to several hundreds of dollars an hour for those success rates that the average person can't afford. You know, we are a heavy debt society and that's another expense that people can't incur even though their well-being is at stake. And so it's only affordable to a particular class of people. Now, the other option is your pharmaceuticals, which don't have high success rates. And then you get into the question of hormonal imbalance Mm -hmm. and changing up your body chemistry and not having the effective rate. So then we thought, well, let's take the technology to break down the brick and mortar facet of um, therapists high cost because they have to have their own real estate. They can start doing it through phone. But when we started doing our market research, we found places like Talkspace and BetterHelp were essentially doing the same thing, but you were still paying, you know, maybe $100 a week, which is still still expensive. So we thought, well, one of the big driving factors of mental health is the stigma. And that's something that where I experienced that I didn't feel like I was fitting in and that there was this stigma behind it that drove me to have negative connotations about myself or being able to talk to someone or people don't want to open up as much and mental health was very a touchy subject and now it's becoming more open. And the second is, is just opening up that conversation. So that's when we came to the idea of the culture behind Squish that we're breaking down the mental health stigma in itself that it's not bad to be where you're at. It doesn't determine who you are based on how you feel. It's the strength and courage to overcome it. So that's when we thought if we create an environment where people are comfortable to share their experiences, the seekers, for example, want to say, I have body dysmorphia. How do I overcome that? They can connect to a, a supporter, which is what we offer. We find someone who experienced body dysmorphia and try to guide them through the routes of what they're experiencing and how they got out of it. So opening up that dialogue, breaking down the stigma are just two major, major features of the company that we're really starting to drive and connecting those two people people together as the service. I want I want to just uh, touch upon something and I'm going to come to you, Max, because I really mm. want to deep dive into this. First of all, BetterHelp is our sponsor of the show, by the way. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yes. Oh. BetterHelp is a sponsor and they do phenomenal work and they're very affordable, but yet it could be $50, $60, rather $150 or 200 or 250 but it's still for a student in college or someone that's paying their own bills and trying to survive, it, it, it could be a, a big toll. And, and as you said, it, they cannot access that and they cannot. What I wanted to ask Max is, as someone that struggled with mental health and depression, anxiety, do you feel that someone struggling with the same illness will be able to give you at the same time. So let's say two depressed people or two people with Mm. bipolar or two people with schizophrenia. Can they really give each other support or is it too triggering for each other? That's a great question. I definitely feel that a person who has been through someone's shoes before, a bipolar person, let's call this Samantha. Samantha has bipolar. She just recently got diagnosed with it. And then there's Tim who has been diagnosed with it for five years now. I feel someone like Tim who has had it for five years has adapted and has new coping mechanisms, has learned, been through the ropes of bipolar disorder. And when Samantha talks with Tim, Tim can provide guidance, you know, 
new strategies that, that Tim has learned along the way. So I definitely feel that someone who has gone through the struggle can provide a neck, an outlet, you know, a way to communicate their points. So maybe it's more empathy and feeling yes. we're not alone. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to replace a therapist, right? That's not really in place of therapy or is it until you can gain therapy? Is that your goal, Max? That is it's an alternative. That's our goal. We're definitely providing an alternative solution. There's multiple alternatives to, uh, there's many solutions like phar- pharmaceuticals, therapy. This is just another alternative. Mm-hmm. And it's an alternative for everyday people. And it's all about a new level of understanding. A person that has been through their shoes that can just relate, providing that empathy factor. That is something that people want to, they want to be understood. And when you go to a therapist, you know, there are times where you, you're venting to them and you're venting to them about something that they've have, they've actually not gone Experienced. through. Just, correct. And that can cause some turmoil that is giving their unbiased information. So if I had gone to someone who actually had, had experienced that that dilemma, I would feel better understood. And accepted, and you wouldn't feel judged, and you would, um, in a way, feel more comfortable getting getting their guidance or advice because they've gone through it already. They ran the marathon, they did this track, Mm -hmm. they know the way, and Mm -hmm. it doesn't mean that it's going to work, but you're saying, Mm -hmm. basically, if someone went through this path already and they're giving me tips and they survive, let me try their tip before I try therapy. And I do believe, by the way, my point of view, I think that both of them are very important. I'm very into Mm -hmm. therapy. I'm very, but I do believe as well that there's a lot. I speak to so Mm -hmm. many out there that they can't afford therapy. They can hardly afford food. So how can they go to therapy? And they look for communities. They look for online Mm -hmm. communities for support. And it really keeps them alive. The sense of that you're not alone and we're in this together and we get you and there is a problem. There is hope. There is change. There is advice. Small tips can really make us have a better day today, Uh you know, better than yesterday. So I do think that there's two different paths and they're both very, very, very important. It's not and I actually believe that even if someone goes to therapy, they need the support from the average person out there that went through the same thing and it's just as important as therapy. John, I want to ask you if you can give us a little bit of a background. So you said that you were there was something uh, something friends. But what did you call it? Fr- you before before squish. What was it called? Friend team buddy. Team buddy. Okay, I remember something about friendship. So there was team buddy, John. How did it get to squish? What's what's that name? Squish. Like in my mind, it's like a squish ball, like a stress reliever. Yeah. In essence, so team buddy, we felt that we it, with team buddy, we felt that Talkspace, BetterHelp, were were doing you know incredible platforms already, and we wanted to try to add and be that alternative, just like Max said. We don't. Of course, you know, we like the idea. Hey. we we're not the holy grail we're just there to offer and open up the door that there's other solutions out there so team buddy was taking the idea to connect therapists in your local area to necessary patients that were looking for the help squish formulated as a name just like thinking of a typical word has two meanings right squish could be in the essence of demolishing or destroying in more of a softer tone uh squashing so what we're really behind the scenes is, you know, tearing down the mental health stigma. We want to squish that down. But on oh. the same side, just like you said, 
it has the alternative meaning of squish where it's a stress ball or it's something that's more soft um like in, in finding nemo like the, the little jellyfish you know or it's like you're my, my little squish or something like that you know it's a, it's more of a comfortable cute type of connotation of a word that we use both together which actually came to squish where we're trying to take down that stigma we're de uh, destroying it there. That's the squishing part. And then more of the stress ball, comfortability, um, something that's squishy in essence. So we thought, hey, this is actually a great, great way to lead the company with a name. I would like to take this opportunity to pause for a second and give a big thank you to our sponsor, BetterHelp.com. Have you been thinking of getting therapy for a while, but you live in a place that doesn't have therapists that meets your need? Or are they too expensive for what you can afford and you really want to get help and therapy? Or do you travel a lot and you can't access the therapist when you travel? Or do you come home from work and you're too it's too late to go to an office for therapy? Well, BetterHelp.com is an online platform for therapy. You can access thousands of therapists and choose from the therapist that meets your need. Go to betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash hope to recharge to receive your 10% off on your first month. Take charge of your wellness. Go try them out. They really try hard to match you up with the specific therapist that will meet your need. Don't wait to get help. Go now, betterhelp.com forward slash hope to recharge. You can access them from your phone, your tablet, your computer. You can be in your bed and you can receive your therapy you need. Don't wait longer. And now enjoy the rest of the episode. And when was the company formed? When was the actual date that Squish was born? Actual date was May 8th, 2019, but we started the idea back in March or so. Max, how long are you dreaming about this? I dream it in my sleep. I dream it every every day. Um, five years down the line, oh my goodness. Freaking Mordor's, uh, oh my goodness, right next to, um, I just imagine just walking on campus and seeing, seeing Squish, just people walking and supporters and seekers, and they're just sitting down, getting coffee, and just talking about their experiences oh. together. And then there's a, a barista making the coffee, and they're just ha they're just having a latte, and they're just discussing about that with the squish logo on mm. the coffee mug, right? With different sayings on the wall about mental health and right. breaking the stigma, and all these po positive motivation sayings. That's mm -hmm. that's that's great. And how long are you already planning this in your mind? Like did, when you were young, did you wish you had such a place to go to when you were growing up mm -hmm. i've i've had i've had this idea ever since uh, the formation when i met john we've we, we've we discussed the idea of connecting patients and therapists together and then the idea of just breaking down the uh, stigma and just having this niche culture that's where this evolved and ever since then we've just been so honed in on gung-ho on this idea and just bringing this into fruition it's very exciting just to even talk about this with you. It's crazy. It is, it is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Are you guys still in college? I am. I'm personally, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fourth year and I'm going to be graduating next semester. What about you, John? I've been working for a couple of years now. I, I'm in a data scientist role. So um, really working with big data um, on my free time. So I like working in the STEM field, but you know, in the off time, I get to work towards my passions. So Squish is basically your your side hustle until it becomes a big mm -hmm. deal. Essentially, yeah. yeah. When are you, so that's, when, that's the hope. 
Yeah. So what what is your plan? Can you talk about your plan for Squish in the next in 2020? What where do you see Squish um, evolving in 2020? Yeah, we definitely see uh, gaining a lot of users, starting to branch off more into the college spaces. That's what we're really targeting because these are young adults that are branching off to a new aspect of their life. I can think of me at that time. I had a mom that made sure I was home at 10 o'clock when I was 18. And I was just thinking, I can't. I can't wait to get out. You know, I get to be my own adult. Well, now I'm on the cusp of a new frontier. You know, I get right. to choose when I go to bed, when my homework is, but now I'm also hundreds, maybe thousands of miles away from home and I'm all by myself independent. So this is a big time and a big switch in someone's life. You know, we really want to start in that space of colleges, but we also understand that in order to really experience mental health, you have to have a brain and any really living person has a brain. So we'd like to branch off more and giving it to options to people that are not just in colleges and maybe in high school or even, you know, starting to do programs for mm-hmm. educational like a peer mediation. Mm-hmm. So that that's our main idea right now. Those are the goals that we're heading down for 2020. Who's helping you with all this? Is it just both of you? No, we have a, we have a team of developers as well as marketers and um, culture individuals that are really helping with our um, public relations. That's phenomenal. That's really so phenomenal. We- do you have like a, a vision that in two, three years, someone huge will acquire you some, some mental health or the health aspect or the social aspect will acquire you. And we would love that. You know, we're really working hard at the main idea that we want to make an impact. We're at that driving factor where we want to do something good and provide the options that for my instance, I wish that I saw in place, maybe just opening up a conversation. We see things like on Reddit forums, for example, where someone will say something and you have a couple of replies and then that's the end of it. But would love to, you know, see the idea that Squish has that opportunity to be acquired and have funding to go down the future road of being a developing company itself. Right now, we're really working hard as it as a side hustle. We don't like to call it a hobby because it's something that we actually see becoming um, substantial and actual in a uh, company that can grow and lead to that impact later on. But long story short, we would love to see that opportunity to grow and maybe in the hands of another, you know, larger company that would like to see us, you know, provide to them and provide to the rest of the world. What are you launching this coming year? So we're launching out our our actual app onto the iPhone, the Apple Store. So we're doing some beta testing right now, identifying some good key parts, some features we want to change up here at the end of December. So the big push is going to be getting this app located on the store and then really pushing it out to colleges in our region, as well as formulating an ambassador program to you know, spread the content, spread the word squishes out here, give it a try, see if it's working out for you. Is this you know, an option that you think you can find solutions with the questions that you have about yourself? You know, can you start to figure out and start to see a clear pattern outside of the dark, hazy cloud that's in your mind? So first step is getting uh, responses back to these this test, see how it's really going forward, and then starting out deployment and then really pushing it to the hands of users. Max, do you have any fears that come up from this new app that, that's going to come out, like something that might be a roadblock uh, because it's in the mental health space? That's a great question. Um, I would say... Because mental health is a very sensitive topic, just making sure that we're very, very fragile and careful with the syntax of our words, just being very careful with how we're wording things. So we're spending a lot of attention and detail to these kinds of things, making sure that, you know, because this is such a sensitive topic and people, they don't take it lightly. So we, we, a person, don't take it lightly as well, you know, as someone who suffers from this 
So just covering a lot of facets of, of a squish in general, from video walkthroughs, just educate, providing educational materials, walkthroughs, just making sure that we're getting it proofed by our researchers, these, these kinds of things, we just want to ensure that's good. You want to ensure that basically the, uh, the users are not offended or, or misunderstood or yeah. as well as guided properly with this new app. Is your goal to have like big communities also, not just like-minded people? people one-on-one, but big communities forming from this? John, you can answer this. Yeah, we'd like to put together some uh, forums on bringing people together as a whole. You know, we want it like the Facebook groups where you can join things based off your interest, body dysmorphia, maybe even things in your general location. We'd like to definitely implement those features. Um, And we see that as a strong possibility that we are are actually working on it as we speak. Yeah. So So who's doing your market research? Like in terms of uh, what are the illnesses out there and what are the major struggles? Are you doing it alone or you hired companies to do the market research for you? Yeah, so we actually have market research in-house, but as well as talking to different clinicians, as well as physicians and psychiatrists, counselors, really getting the broad subject of each mm-hmm. individual's known fact or opinion about what is in the mental health space and then being able to formulate together, well, what do we do with this information? So we're taking the broad subject right now of what our market research entails and then starting to break down into just our regional area so we can focus well on the app and its deployment. What do you, can I ask you a very interesting just side point? What do you, what is the number one mental health struggle that you find is coming up in research? Is that for, for me? Yeah. Well, any of you, I, I think you're the one that's uh, the data person, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're actually finding one thing that's interesting is I've been breaking it down almost in in a gender aspect too. So definitely the big one that comes up is depression. Well, I like to ask questions is like, why is that, where is that mainly coming from? What's the sole root, you know, Mm -hmm. and the stemming root of where different depression or anxiety all comes from a different backstory. For example, maybe it's friends and family. uh, Maybe it might be financial troubles and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So I've definitely seen depression, anxiety as the sole drivers of the demographics that we're looking at. Mm -hmm. But then when we start breaking up as in gender in a way, we start seeing a lot more males are coming in for um, ideas of PTSD, for example, especially heavily military people. And then when we start breaking it up into females, we see that it's that same societal pressures and body dysmorphia and making sure that they appeal and look well. So it's fascinating to see how the different demographics break up. But really what we're seeing is those broad topics of depression, anxiety as the number number one drivers. Hmm. And uh, with depression, it's it could be, is it led, as you said, by hormones? Is it situational? Is it from a trauma? Is it something they were born with? There's so many different aspects of depression itself. And it's interesting to see this, this data coming up. Do you, do you sometimes look at this data and say, wow, we live in such a painful, like a society full of pain. Yeah, absolutely. And that was something that I kind of realized, especially looking at the news, it's fairly negative all the time and hearing these numbers, it's negative very often. From the news standpoint, that's what humans are interested in, the terrible and trauma that is going on around the world. But 
on the flip side of that, I actually had a friend who was um, going out west after he graduated college, and he came over to our place. And my parents were like, "Aren't you, aren't you scared someone's going to kill you or kidnap you or whatever it might be? Like you're just going out to travel and hike around different areas by yourself and ask to live with people." And his his response was actually kind of shaking. You know, he he replied back with, "I think people are a lot nicer and genuine and helpful than the world paints us out to be." That so it was really kind of powerful. Yeah, mm-hmm. to see that aspect from him and his thoughts that people are genuinely a lot happier, nicer, and willing to help than and whether someone paints us out to be or just our predisposed ideas that you know the world's evil. But um, so it is. It is fascinating. It's it's interesting to see what is the root cause of the depression and the negativity around us. But at the flip side, I really liked his point where he's like, I think there's actually a lot of good around us that we just fail to see from time to time. Hmm. And maybe that's one of the messages that you can spread and squish that it's not, it doesn't have to be long-term and maybe it's society and we could switch things around. And when we do it as a cultural thing and you could do it within squish, like to, to be more optimistic, to be more hopeful, to be more kind and genuine. Yes, as you said, the news is always telling us how horrible the world is and the destruction and the evil. But do they share also the beautiful, incredible things as much as they do share a little bit, but do they highlight it as much as the disasters? No. So maybe that it could be something, a movement within Squish that we could implement kindness, hope, big, big change for the mental health community to think more optimistic and to make a little bit of a shift within ourselves, maybe. Yeah. And like, that's definitely a push that we're going for too. Um, because I think when people get into a situation when they're around either new friends, professors, a school, whatever it may be, their initial thoughts are, is, oh, what am I sitting weird? Am I doing this wrong? It's, it's what you're doing wrong rather than thinking about what you can provide. You know, oh, I'm in a great classroom with a diverse background of individuals. This is what I could provide from my history, for example. You know, mm-hmm. starting to think in a different way can be a big driver in just your mental health overall. So it's Absolutely. like that's something that we want to start driving is that positivity, that optimism, yes. you know, starting to think and think in a different way. And though that's easier said than done, actually saying, oh, start thinking more positively. That's something that we want to cultivate within our culture. That's wonderful. I keep on seeing Max nodding his head. I feel like his energy, his energy is so saying, let's get this moving going. Let's get this energy and this positive um, support going because it's so important. I feel like it's something that's in his core and he wishes that he had you had Max when you were growing up. Is that correct? I'm a very impatient person. So this (laughs) So I'm always thinking, you know, I keep reminding myself that I have to take it day by day. You know, it's a constant reminder, but I just, I just, I love it though. It's, that's the, that's the entrepreneur, uh, the entrepreneur uh, journey. How do you feel today mentally? Are you in a good place? Yeah, I, I feel really good. Sometimes I just have to um, take a break from technology and just relax for a little bit because it just, it, I just, it just gets to be too much, right. you know, because, because this is like squish in schoolwork. I, I uh, spend a lot of time on my laptop. So I just need to cut away, hit the gym, just distract myself other than without, you know, feeding up on social media, getting that instant gratification, just doing something else other than that. 
I love that you're so young and you know that, that you need to put Thank a you. stop to it. And, and mm. what really works for you, like going to the gym, taking a mm. stop or t- right. going for a walk, just connecting. Right. Mm. A lot of people, even adults don't really mm. like 40, 50 year olds don't know that we need to mm. just take a pause. I'm talking to myself. A lot of times mm-hmm. they get overwhelmed and I have five children. I'm 43 years mm-hmm. old. I run two businesses and I have to remind myself that the care starts with me. Like we uh-huh. need to shut off the noise around us because of, there, there's there's so much noise around us yeah. and we have to take care of ourselves first. If someone's listening and wants to get involved in this big incredible movement that you're, I, I'm already seeing you, by the way, in the news down, down the line. Uh, and, and I'm going to be excited to say, I interviewed them when they were starting off. I see it. I see it I happening. The first one there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I see it because I know the need. I, I, I speak to so many people that are struggling. They, they reach out through the podcast. They want, and, and I'm not a therapist and I'm not a healer and I'm just like you creating a community of support, of hope, of like-minded people. I shared my story of depression and anxiety. I shared what worked, what didn't work. What worked for me doesn't work for anybody else, but it does give hope and it does give an insight of what it looks like to go through the journey. So I'm excited because I know the need, the need is so tremendous out there is that even an English, a proper English sentence? There is a huge need for this. Okay, there's a huge need for this. If, as much as there's Facebook groups and there's there's online groups and there's courses, there's a lot of support, but there's not enough awareness and there's not enough of the stigma. Um, the, the breaking the stigma communities that they're doing mm-hmm. it together with the same outlook on life, the positive outlook. Mm-hmm. So I, I see the need for what you're doing and I'm super excited. I can't, I can't wait. And I feel like it's going to be like a small, a snowball effect. Like you're going to, you're going to come into some hurdles because that's any technology new app that's coming up and mm-hmm. new things. And, and technology is evolving so so fast and society is evolving with technology, but it's going to happen so fast. And suddenly you're going to realize so many things that you didn't even think about that Wish is going to actually help people. I, I see it. If somebody is listening and they said, how can we get involved? What would you say that you need in order? Because you're doing this really with your own money, your own funds, right? Yeah. And your, your side hustle, you're trying, Max is trying to graduate and John is trying to focus on his day job and just lead a regular life. So you're really putting your passion and your time and your effort and your funds into it. And it's, that is remarkable and admirable. Is there anything you need from, from around that maybe we can spread some awareness? Yeah. To, if you would like to get more involved in this area, you can visit squishsupport.com and you'll get brought to our landing page and you'll have the opportunity to subscribe to our mailing list and you can select whether you would like to be a supporter where you can provide advice, be a seeker where you can seek out your community, find that experience, relate to that, or you can even be an ambassador, provide mental health awareness through our platform, our application. So when you go on squishsupport.com, you'll be able to have the option and you'll be able to join our mailing list. So that's, that's what you're able to do. And then when it comes to our application that we'll be launching, we'll be able to send you an email since we'll have your you on our mailing list with our beta in hand. Do you have ambassadors already? Right now we're compiling the list we together. Do, yes. 
So we have we have individuals yes. who are interested right now, and mm -hmm. so we're getting together the rest of the program, starting to push out what exactly is the, are they going to be saying? You know, right. what are what's their motivations? You know, we're getting merchandise for them. We're putting together the process of getting them implemented with schools. How they schools can have different conferences, for example, and you can set up a stand and start. Hey, can I tell you more about this? Can I tell you more about Squish? Can here's a shirt. Can I see you download the app? So we're really starting to get more and more respondents that are very interested in Squish. And so we're rolling out that program here soon within the next couple of weeks. So you're really working hard. You're getting the team together. You're you're ready to launch very soon, right? We're ready to launch very soon. When is some when are we going to when should we expect seeing a lot of this? buzz and inf more information about, because we really didn't reveal what it is because it's still in production and we don't want to reveal all the details. But when can we, when can we be excited to actually get our hands on it? When do you foresee it coming out? January 10th is what we're looking for. And, you know, that day would be fantastic to really start gaining a lot more traction. Um, but we've already started trying to push out that buzz on different social media platforms that we have or Instagram or Facebook, now LinkedIn. So once when that um, entire app is pushed out to the app store on um, January 10th. That's when we're looking to gain a lot more traction and actually have the, the buzz that we're creating now become the, the word of mouth that's actually physically in your hands. And is it actually going to work then? Or is it just going to be beta? Yeah, no, it'll actually be worked and fully deployed then. Wow, that is super exciting. So you're really coming up to the deadline. Like it's around yeah, the corner. Yeah, we have a timer on our webpage and I keep going to it every day, watching the just the day count down the hours, you know, while I'm at work and then the seconds every time I'm there. So it's really exciting. And it's just kind of like, uh, you know, tapping on the shaking my leg, like in anticipation, just really excited for this to finally jump out of the realm of being an idea and now become something that's, you know, something real, a lot more real and a lot more impactful. Yeah. So the egg is going to hatch soon very soon yeah. so let's let's keep an eye on it is there anything else max you want to share before we end this incredible conversation that i'm super excited about it was a pleasure speaking with you talking with you having 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 us on and what is your hope for squish ultimately ending this uh this stigma in today's culture that's that's my hope opening up a dialogue making making this taboo of a mental health not just being able to just to walk up to a stranger on the screen just talking about, you know, what's going on mentally and, you know, people being okay with it. Mm -hmm. John, what's your hope for Squish? My hopes are just to be able to accustom to our moving society. You know, times are changing all the time. Social media wasn't a thing decades ago. Now it's a huge impact for mental health. And, you know, what's, what's the next, um, what's the next blockade? Technology evolving all the time. Societal norms are changing. You have politics, news. We want to be able to be there and a versatile movement that can accustom to any environment that we're in to provide the necessary help, um, solutions in place for people to be able to be their wellness day in and day out in the platform that we offer. Beautiful. That's really beautiful. So we at Hope to Recharge, we're rooting for you. We're excited for you. We're happy Thanks. to break the stigma together mm -hmm. with you. We will give a shout out when you first come out and we'll try to help break the stigma together because our slogan at Hope to Recharge is together is better in mental health. So we will break the stigma together. And I want to wish you both a tremendous success. And it should come easily because all these stuff and technology is not easy. So all the the little humps in the road should be 
small and easy to overcome. That's my wish for you. And I thank you both for doing this for the mental health community. I, I thank you for putting so much of your heart and soul and your time and your efforts and your minds and your passion into something that will really hopefully change so many lives and futures of mental health and the way we deal with it and cope with it. And hopefully for a better optimistic outlook on life. So guys, if you want to follow them, go to, what is it again? Squish.com? Squish support. Oh, squishsupport.com. You'll see it in the show notes, squishsupport.com and get involved. If you feel that this is a, a big movement, get involved. You, you never know. You could be an ambassador. You can, you can even share the app. Be, do the kindness of sharing the app. You might save a life. You might save a life or you make, you might improve a life. Let's look at it that way. Okay. So thank you for joining me here and hope to see you soon. And we'll, we'll maybe catch you in a six months to see how you evolved and where Squish is holding. Absolutely. It sounds fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. We really appreciate it, Matata. Thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you for joining us and taking the time to listen. I really appreciate it. Please hit the subscribe button so you can hear further episodes. If you are listening to us on iTunes, please leave feedback and ratings below. Let us know if there's any topic that you would like to hear from us in the future. Bye till next time.